suit. I'd just like to begin with just informing of a service available called compassionate listening and sharing something I've mentioned uh, perhaps a while back now and moving forward I will sort of sprinkle this information now and again so compassionate listening and sharing it is a a service available to those who may need some guidance on this path this journey And I guess the main essence is to offer guidance in the form of conversations, meditations, to experience your true nature, your true self, to whatever is covering up or blocking the experience of the present moment and perhaps there's not too much explanation is needed since you are here listening so it's perhaps safe to assume there's a certain level of understanding a a background on why you are here and why you are listening and the same reasons as why I'm recording to deepen, to dissolve, to to live a life free of suffering to, to enable that peace and joy that's all already there that's part of our nature and the compassionate listening and sharing service is run by my by my brother who will be part of the working together with whoever needs this guidance I will put um, the website will be in the the show notes of the podcast or the description if you're listening via YouTube and there will be information there about the sessions and what is offered and things like that but I just wanted to I know quite often uh, we are bombarded with information and 
so much is in the description of things as well so I thought for those who may may not have come across this and who may feel that some assistance is needed on a more personable specific level then that is available I believe the website is uh, compassionate listening sharing dot co dot uk so just use three words together and there'll be information there that you can read to see if it is the what is needed for you on this path as I sprinkle these information announcements on this service as the episodes go by that I'll be able to (laughs) be a bit smoother on my (laughs) delivery but I wanted to for the time being not make it as an advertisement or or a product that's on offer it's it's something so much more important it's it's really truly the the assisting of others on this so for the time being I may freestyle it on an episode here or there so it's not so robotic and product orientated it's that sometimes a pre-recorded message can can infer If you have any questions there I believe there's an email address or contact form on the website so anything can be discussed any questions can be answered there as well so I'll leave leave that with with you so perhaps a useful question to ask is Well, when seeing a a friend or a family member, they may ask, you know, how how is your week going? Or how is your day going? And and of course, the one that's least asked or will we check in the least is how, how is this moment going? The day or week may bring up a thought or several thoughts and feelings. It may remind you of certain events that perhaps have coloured the, the day or the week. that is there no matter how the week has gone or the day has gone in this moment peace and joy are available
done so in a a complete acceptance of this moment no thoughts about a concept of being at peace and happiness and joy a concept that will immediately clash with other thoughts and ideas if you've had a difficult week you know how can i possibly be at peace now i've been through so much and it it that could be true you could have had one of the worst weeks of your life or day of your life but in this moment can are you able to let go of all of those heavy thoughts or at least lighten them where we don't have to grip them so much and the realization that we are not those thoughts as heavy as they are as as much charged energy they contain but realizing ah oh, they can still be there but they can also be the awareness of space around those thoughts, not space that is created, imagined, but space in regards to seeing those thoughts, emotions, sensing the body as it is in this moment, sensing, observing your sense perceptions, what your eyes see, what you can hear in this moment and there's no story the terrible week or the story that's labelled the terrible week it doesn't exist in this moment there could be discomfort mental pain or fatigue or physical ailments But there's no suffering. And you may ask yourself, where is that? Eckhart's term, that little me with the story, the little me that is carrying that terrible week, but in this moment of sensing what is here, sensing the body, being aware of the breath, Perhaps being conscious of the choice one can make right now. Can you choose to be present? And that question almost evokes presence itself. just by the question 
almost like a meditation bell that suddenly then there's alertness there you're not trundling along in the current of thought there's now you are awake and the thought that said I'll continue with the example you may have had a a very pleasant week but just for the example the terrible week the heaviness of that thought is now removed it's now it's now slipped away you don't even need to go through the effort of taking that off and putting it down it immediately dissolves or slips away and the lightness of life which is in this moment is here can be detected, sensed and it's as if you were carrying a large piece of luggage and finally you can put it down ah, okay Sometimes it's harder to detect if the thoughts are very pleasant. Uh, it may not be suffering, but maybe pleasant thoughts. But when there's unconsciousness there, then often suffering is close by. be a noticing of the subtlety of perhaps stress or overexcitement or things that won't be detected until well after the overindulgence of thinking or unconscious activity even in the moment if it was bringing about pleasant thoughts or sensations so again you can ask how is this moment now closer to the completion of the, the reading of, of the book
previous reading was about the three modalities of doing and we have reached the passage titled The Frequency Holders The outward movement into form does not express itself with equal intensity in all people. Some feel a strong urge to build, create, become involved, achieve, make an impact upon the world. If they are unconscious, their ego will, of course, take over and use the energy of the outgoing cycle for its own purposes. This, however, also greatly reduces the flow of creative energy available to them and increasingly they need to rely on efforting to get what they want. If they are conscious, those people in whom the outward movement is strong will be highly creative. Others, after the natural expansion that comes with growing up, has run its course lead an outwardly unremarkable, seemingly more passive and relatively uneventful existence. They are more inward-looking by nature, and for them the outward movement into form is minimal. They would rather return home than go out. They have no desire to get strongly involved in or change the world. If they have any ambitions, they usually don't go beyond finding something to do that gives them a degree of independence. Some of them find it hard to fit into this world. Some are lucky enough to find a protective niche where they can lead a relatively sheltered life, a job that provides them with a regular income or a small business of their own. Some may feel drawn toward living in a spiritual community or monastery. Others may become dropouts and live on the margins of, society, of a society they feel they have little in common with. Some turn to drugs because they find living in this world too painful. Others eventually become healers or spiritual teachers, that is to say, teachers of being. In past ages they would probably have been called 
contemplatives. There is no place for them, it seems, in our contemporary civilization. On the arising new earth, however, their role is just as vital as that of the creators, the doers, the reformers. Their function is to anchor the frequency of the new consciousness on this planet. I call them the frequency holders. They are here to generate consciousness through the activities of daily life, through their interactions with others as well as through just being. In this way they endow the seemingly insignificant with profound meaning. Their task is to bring spacious stillness into this world by being absolutely present in whatever they do. There is consciousness and therefore quality in what they do, even the simplest task. Their purpose is to do everything in a sacred manner. As each human being is an integral part of the collective human consciousness, they affect the world much more deeply than is visible on the surface of their lives. The next passage is titled, The New Earth is No Utopia. Is the notion of a new earth not just another utopian vision? Not at all. All utopian visions have this in common. The mental projection of a future time when all will be well, we will be saved, there will be peace and harmony and the end of our problems. There have been many such utopian visions. Some ended in disappointment, others in disaster. At the core of all utopian visions lies one of the main structural dysfunctions of the old consciousness. Looking to the future for salvation. The only existence the future actually has is as a thought form in your mind. So when you look to the future for salvation, you are unconsciously looking to your own mind for salvation. You are trapped in form and that is ego. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, writes the biblical prophet. The foundation for a new earth is a new heaven 
the awakened consciousness. The earth, external reality, is only its outer reflection. The arising of a new heaven and, by implication, a new earth, are not future events that are going to make us free. Nothing is going to make us free because only the present moment can make us free. That realization is the awakening. Awakening as a future event has no meaning because awakening is the realization of presence. So the new heaven, the awakened consciousness, is not a future state to be achieved. A new heaven and a new earth are arising within you at this moment. And if they are not arising at this moment, they are no more than a thought in your head, and therefore not arising at all. What did Jesus tell his disciples? Heaven is right here in the midst of you. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus makes a prediction that, to this day, few people have understood. He says, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. In modern versions of the Bible, meek is translated as humble. Who are the meek or the humble? And what does it mean that they shall inherit the earth? The meek are the egoless. They are those who have awakened to their essential true nature as consciousness and recognize that essence in all others are life forms. They live in the surrendered state and so feel their oneness with the whole and the source. They embody the awakened consciousness that is changing all aspects of life on our planet, including nature, because life on earth is inseparable from the human consciousness that perceives and interacts with it. That is the sense in which the meek will inherit the earth. A new species is arising on the planet. It is arising now, and you are it. So that's the end of the reading of A New Earth. There's something that I would have preferred to have mentioned at the start of the reading, but if you wish to delve into this book and uh, read it once more or several times, I think 
in one of another Eckhart's books that is uh, titled Oneness with All Life which is I believe extracts of A New Earth certain extracts it is mentioned you know that reading this more than once or several times maybe maybe a great benefit to do so if if you have related to this book then there is the the option there of of course supporting um the author and more importantly to have access to the readings and the continuation of practice that all of these words are pointing to the the experience and the life that is there in this moment as it said here arising in the now just to revisit the uh, frequency holders passage the first passage we started with something that I sort of related to in my own self as it's mentioned with my mental health and perhaps the receding in, in regards to creating and it said on the sentence here that others eventually become healers or spiritual teachers that is to say teachers of being and there is some relation to that in regards to this audio being recorded in perhaps less so as a teacher but more so as perhaps amplifying the pointers of being that working on myself that each of these audios are our self almost self-reflection or self-teaching that that can the echoes of that the vibrations can perhaps reach others in that sense so perhaps more of an indirect a sort of direct way but not in the sense of a of a teacher but more of a sort of reminder I would say and perhaps for me it is said here that in a earlier sentence some turn to drugs because they find living in this world too painful others become eventually become healers so I can certainly relate to the great deal of pain and suffering that's within me and now beginning my own he, he to be a, a healer of myself in the in a much more <laughs> non-dual sense that the universal self the oneness is 
is healing the oneness. So a useful chapter there for those who are perhaps I think introverted may be the right um, it's perhaps too much of a narrow label but for those as Eckhart has put here where the outward movement into form may be less intense there may not be a strong urge to build and create become involved but what can seem unremarkable on the outside is deeply the opposite as as it said here that each each simplicity of the simplest tasks is there's a sacredness to that a deep frequency that runs through every task being done whether it's filling up a glass of water whether it's holding space for another having a conversation even if you were to perhaps sit in a cafe and just hold presence and the holding is in a in a open sense as if the holding out your open hand not the holdingness of a tight fearful holding onto something but the recognition the concentration of presence that is there and it says for those who perhaps have that less intensity of outward purpose says their function is to anchor the frequency of the new consciousness on this planet and I call them the frequency holders so um, with that being said I'll certainly um, even though I'm sh I struggle very much to read but I think it will be very useful for me to read this um, read this book again maybe uh, as times go on to revisit and I've actually recently purchased the the oneness with all life the almost the extracts the the meditations that can be done so that can be checked in with a passage here or there to carry with with you for the day or for the week so it's less of a front a cover to cover read in that sense it's more extracts to dip into whenever it's needed I'm not sure um, where I'm going with the next episodes there is the um, I do have a book that's by uh, the author Saad Guru that I don't have a huge experience of listening to their videos they have very various much teachings on youtube and 
other books, but um, I do have one of their books titled Karma. It's a newer book there. So there is the option of perhaps um, reading extracts of that and talking about what is being pointed to. Um, I won't uh, perhaps read it cover to cover out loud like as I've done with the New Earth. But perhaps whatever I read in the future, if those extracts are relatable or resonate with you, then the book is available there for you to for you to acquire and read. And the same with a new earth. If that's resonated with you, then you can go about perhaps whatever method to so if libraries still have those books available or library apps sometimes they do or whatever outlet that's available there too yeah I still recommend to read read this again if it has if it has resonated with you in that way So I can sense within myself the uh, the tiredness and the part of my um, current sort of practice as well is just to be aware of my body and my my mind and to try and know when it's enough to step away from an activity or to understand the, the needs of my health in this moment which is it can be a challenge <laughs> the, the social norms of sort of being able to uh, hold a conversation for some hours or spend time with people it's those sort of challenges are coming up more and more for myself where it may appear uh, perhaps noticeable if interactions are cut short or if I'm sort of isolating or not being as interactive with others as more so that's a challenge for me and including for example this recording here I can feel the, the sense that it's a good time to end that my mind has reached a certain point of difficulty to continue so I will then end this episode here and if for those who have joined the the journey of reading a new earth from the start and perhaps you can acknowledge that within yourself the the time you've put in to listen, to be open, to absorb, to put into practice, to integrate and it's been a certain a a very deep profound reading and journey and as I said one that one I will look to to begin again uh, thank you for joining me for this episode and for the readings of A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle and I will 
will speak to you again very soon. Take care.